it's a short night. Short night for me. And I'm working from home. How about that? South Hills Kia fan Twitter brought to you by South Hills Kia Peters Township. Visit them at SouthHillsKia.net. I have a pandemic flashback. I've got to let you know. A, a total pandemic flashback. I am sitting in my wife's closet because it is the uh, place where there's the most stuff hanging up. It is the place that's most isolated. It's wonderful, nice, and private. Nobody's going to bother me. But it reminds me of the pandemic because I did shows from inside this closet for like 13 months. Um, so there's that. 412-928-9370. Just a half hour before we get to pit basketball pregame. So we're going to work from home tonight, but we've got, nonetheless, a bunch of great things. Edgar Snyder & Associates fan text line. Hit me there. Brought to you by Edgar Snyder & Associates, personal injury law firm where they always say there's never a fee unless we get money for you. I let it marinate. I did for a day. I said, I am going to let all of this fester. I'm going to let it marinate. I'm going to go ahead and and let it knock around in my brain some. And you know where I am with Arthur Smith? I'll tell you. I let everybody debate it. I took calls last night. We had a wonderful chat of over four hours last evening, and everybody got their piece on on, uh, on the radio. All the shows did. I'm willing to give this guy a chance. I really. I read a bunch of things. I listened to a bunch of people. I took a bunch of feedback, and I'm willing to give this guy a chance. You know why? Because when the Pittsburgh Steelers called Arthur Smith, and that phone rang, and they said, Mr. Arthur Smith, would you like to come in for an interview? Arthur Smith wasn't going to say no. And then when the Pittsburgh Steelers said, Mr. Arthur Smith, would you like to take the job as the offensive coordinator of the Pittsburgh Steelers? Well, it beat being unemployed because Arthur Smith had just finished coaching and being a head coach for the Atlanta Falcons. So I tried to, over the course of today, as I was thinking about how to just put together this kind of short monologue and this real short show, I said, put yourself in Arthur Smith's shoes. So he wasn't going to say no. He wasn't going to say, eh, you know what, I'll pass. Although he could have. He could have just hung out on the beach. He's a bazillionaire to begin with, and he has more money from the Atlanta Falcons than he's due. So he could have. But perhaps he has a thirst to coach. And maybe he wants to make an offense better. And perhaps he wants to just go out and beat defensive coordinators. When I let all that fester, when I let all that marinade, like I said before, and I came to the conclusion that if this doesn't work out, you know, it's a little bit different the way that I thought from last night. Sure, he's not the guy I would have hired, but in this case, in this instance, before he coaches so much as one down for the Pittsburgh Steelers, I can't be super critical of the guy. It's the process. It's the people who hired him. And if you disagree with the Arthur Smith hire, it ain't Arthur Smith that you're mad at. It's the process that got him here. Let's chat about that, 412-928-9370. Hit me on that text line as well. Uh, Get-Go Traffic, you just heard that. Brought to you by Wet-Go Unlimited. Visit getgocafe.com backslash unlimited for all those details. Oh, I saw something today I never thought I would ever see. This is wild, and I don't know how I'd react, and I didn't see the end of it. I just saw the beginning of it. I went to go, nobody ever does this anymore, but I went to go put cash in the bank 
I had cash I had to put in the bank. And for some reason, I didn't feel like putting it in the bank machine. And I don't even know if they still have like that mnemonic or whatever, whatever the hell it's called, the tube, right? I don't know if they have that at the drive up anyway. But the drive up had like three or four cars. And so I went into the bank. Well, while I was in the bank, a guy comes in and he says, listen, the ATM machine, the Mac machine, you know, the money machine, it just ate my card. And then the lady said, who works in the bank, do you have any ID on you? And he said, no, I don't. I don't think. Now, I don't know if it was the beginning of a ruse that was about to happen and somebody trying to get somebody else's card, but why would he have put a card in that wasn't his and how was that all going to play out? I think he then eventually turned up some ID and they were going to get it, but it really got me to thinking. My life is 100% tied to my debit card. It really is. I got my debit card saved on my phone, so if they ate it, it wouldn't affect that. But like everywhere I go, I had cash on me today, but I was putting it in the bank. I carry pretty much zero cash anymore. I would be, especially if it was on the weekend, I guess, or you have to wait for it to be mailed to you anyway. If that machine ate my debit card, I'd be dead in the water for a period of time. We're so married to that. We're so married to that card. It's not like cash where, well, if you lose cash, you're screwed anyway, the same way, but not exactly the same. I tried to put myself in that guy's shoes, and then I just got the hell out of there because I didn't want to see the rest of it. But it really was incredible. I don't think the guy had some elaborate scam. I think he probably was an honest broker, but they were going to work to try to get his card out of there and go from there. But it really got my wheels turning. If that thing ate my debit card, I'd be screwed for multiple days. Multiple. Now, you'd put things on a credit card, I guess. But I'd be screwed for multiple days. 412-928-9370 is that number. By the way, Sullivan Super Service Fan Hotline, presented by Sullivan Super Service, Pittsburgh's trusted plumbing and HVAC provider for over 50 years. Another thing with the Arthur Smith stuff. How important is experience? You know, I really started to think about that today. I keep coming back to that, that I wonder just how important Mike Tomlin valued and just how much, I should say, Mike Tomlin valued experience in this hire. So he said that he would prefer it, right? But they just went with two guys before Arthur Smith without any NFL play calling experience. None. In Feetner and in Mac Canada. Two guys that had play calling experience in the past, but not NFL play calling experience. So when you really look at this with Arthur Smith getting it, and even though Mike Tomlin said he would prefer that someone had NFL play calling experience, was the deck stacked to begin with? I was really dissecting this and thinking about it and probably thinking too much about that today. Was the deck stacked no matter what? And the deck being stacked because you kind of had to go opposite of what you just had. You had two guys who absolutely never deserved to be the Steelers' offensive coordinator. I mean, zero, zero chances they ever should have been the Steelers' offensive coordinator. In Randy Feetner and in Matt Canada. 
Nobody in their right mind, not named Mike Tomlin, would have hired them or should have hired them. So whenever you look at that situation and you see what happened there, you take Gerard Johnson or you take some other people that were trying to get the job. Was this a case where they were going to be frozen out no matter what because of the fear instilled in the franchise by two guys who were galoops, who stunk, and were in a position that they put the franchise in a position to go totally opposite. It sure, sure seems that way. 412-928-9370. That's 412-928-9370 here on The Fan. Uh, Charlie Borges, I got a text from you. Charlie's uh, producing the show, and I put it away. You said there's a couple callers on the line. Go ahead with the first one, Charlie. I apologize. Ron and Penn Hills, you're up. Go ahead, Ron. Yeah, I want to, to talk about and have your your thoughts on why we did not hire Mike Munchak when he was available. And also, I wanted you to know that if you lose your debit card, you can get one made the same day, and you won't have to go through anything. They make them in the banks, man. Right at the bank? Yeah, they make it right at the bank, instantaneously. Does it also work as a visa? Like, you're all good, right? Yeah, 100%. I lost my okay. debit card, and you can get it uh, made at any bank. In, in five seconds. Gotcha. Thank you for the call. I appreciate it. Um, this Mike Munchak stuff is very interesting. I think what we're we're taking a big leap of faith here in Pittsburgh. And we have, as it pertains to Mike Munchak, that's for sure. And here's why. We're working under the assumption, and we've always worked under the assumption, that Mike Munchak wanted to come back to Pittsburgh and always would just jump at the opportunity. Why is that? Why do we think that Mike Munchak totally would want to come back to Pittsburgh? Because I don't necessarily know if that's the case. You know, you look at the situation, and everybody's jumping like, oh, he would make the offensive line so much better. Yeah, he might. Oh, look at Mike Munchak. He'd walk in, and gosh, he'd make Broderick Jones into an all-pro right away. And he might. But... Mike Munchak said he wanted to go and be closer to his daughter in Denver. And Mike Munchak said that he kind of wanted out of here. So what is this assumption that Mike Munchak wanted to work for Mike Tomlin again or would want to work for Mike Tomlin again? I'm not saying there's bad blood between those two. And I'm not saying that it ended terribly. But we sure have wrestled up a big assumption that Mike Munchak would just say, yeah, sure. Yeah, no problem. I want to come back and coach the Pittsburgh Steelers, and I want to work for the guy who was my boss before and just jump right back into it. That's a rather heavy assumption we seem to all be making. Your call's next, 412-928-9370. That's 412-928-9370. I also need to tell you to listen to Cook and Joe every Wednesday. Hear about Starkey's Card of the Week, Baseball Card, Castle, and Cranberry. Contests run every Wednesday through Friday. You can check out all the details, 937thefan.com. And different things happen. Well, I heard a barking outside, which means my man Rocco is outside. Norwegian Elkhound, one of my best friends in the world. He's my neighbor, Vinny's dog, right? Which means in about 10 minutes from now, I will put my shoes on. 
I will put my vest on because I don't want to get my jacket. I will go outside. I will shake Rocco's hand. We'll play a game of give me your paw, give me your paw. And Rocco will get three little treats because I've not seen him yet today. And that's our little game that we play. Um, I don't love a lot of things in life. I don't. You know, my kids, my wife, whatever. I can honestly say I love Rocco. And I can't wait to go see him. With that said, hello, Daryl in Houston, one of the best callers to our station. Hi, Daryl. How you doing? Hey, Colin. Nice nice show out. <laughs> and nice story. I appreciate that. That's good. But, Colin, let me ask a couple. Let me, let me ask you. I hear in your station, I heard Mark Cabali said, the reason they hired Smith is because they don't want to change their personnel. They want to work within the personnel they have. And I'm trying to scratch my head. Are they trying – what personnel do you need to change to run an offense when you have two receivers, two tight ends, two running backs? It's not like you're going from the run and shoot to the wishbone. What change of personnel dictated that hire? Because I'm confused by that. Yeah, I am too. I and I heard that statement. And it's not like they're going from Don Coriel to, to Barry Switzer, you know? Exactly. Um, exactly. <laughs> and, and, and I'm, I'm trying – I'm confused by that. I'm like, what is he talking about? I think what it is, if there's anything personnel wise, it means that the quarterback they're, they're, they're willing to lean into the quarterback's incapabilities as opposed to blow it up and go with another quarterback. That's what it reads to me. Okay. All right. That I, I can, I can, that's fair, but I will say this in regards to the higher being to protect. I heard Trey actually say, this is just, showing up confidence with lack of confidence in your quarterback. And I laughed at that, too. I'm like, this has been the Steelers' philosophy under Art Rooney and Mike Tomlin since the beginning of time. They've told you this is what they like. This is their philosophical approach to offense in the NFL. Run the ball, play tough defense. Run the ball, play tough defense. But you hit on something real important that earlier in your, uh, in, in your statement that you said it might have been somewhat fixed, I believe, something to that effect. The, you know, with regards to, to Smith. Well, yeah, they were going to go the, opposite. They were going to go they, opposite. They had two guys just before him that were not right. play callers in the NFL, in Feetner right. and in Canada, right? right. So I'm not right. saying that they knew it was going to be this guy, but where it is right now, the deck was stacked. It was going to be someone with extensive play calling experience because it's like any company that you have there, right? Mm -hmm. Let's say you own a mm -hmm. company and you hire a certain employee and they don't work. A lot of times you go polar opposite of that person just Absolutely. because you don't want to rehire that same kind of person. Oh, I agree with you totally. I, I go even as far to say I think they knew the day that he was fired that that's who they get targeted. Because you got to think of this. You had two phantom interviews, and then this guy shows up and you hire him. And everything they said from the time that Tomlin got into his press conference, I want somebody who's called plays before. But here's what happened. They, they sent us – they kind of gave us a little shiny toy bait and switch by saying, I want somebody dynamic and who could put up points and be flexible, whatever they said. They didn't. That's all window dressing. That was all noise. They knew exactly what they wanted. They knew exactly who they had targeted, and they hired the guy. But to You're your right. point, I'll give it a wait-and-see approach before I make statements and judgments on how he can be. But to say that this was to protect Kenny, that's just far-fetched. No, do I, this to I thank Kenny. you for your call, Daryl, as always. You're right. The window dressing in the statements about 
oh, you know, about dynamics and about patience, or excuse me, and about growing tired and about growing impatient and stuff like that. That was to satiate us through the process and dangle a carrot and go, oh, maybe, just maybe, they're going to get one of those young, maverick kind of guys in here. Perhaps they'll get somebody in this place that throws it all around the yard. When it was always going to be the polar opposite from a, an experience standpoint of Matt Canada, Randy Feetner. They couldn't go with, even if it was a young guy that we all thought was a great trajectory, they couldn't go with a third straight person with no NFL play calling experience. I would have been fine with it, but they see it as there's no way in the world they could have done that. They just couldn't have done it. The deck was stacked from the beginning, willing to give this guy a chance. But no, I just wonder exactly how extensive the search was or if he was the guy from the very beginning. Tomorrow, 7 until 10.30. I'll be in studio. Can't wait. And then Friday at the Tyler Kennedy South Park Hockey Extravaganza. I'll be on site at 6 o'clock. I'll talk to you then.